Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another weekly Scale Riders podcast episode. This is episode number 177. I am your host, 65 Oaks, and we are covering model car culture from around the world. My guest for this episode is Eric, a.k.a. Blessed Motorsports. He's a skilled model builder and also has his own line of wheels, 23-inch wheels, which I highly recommend you check out. And, I mean, so many various things to talk about. Been building since the 90s and still doing it now in the present day. So let's just go right ahead and get right into this episode. I hope you guys enjoy. Hello. Hey, what's up, Eric? How you doing? Hey, I'm good. How about you? Oh, doing well. Thank you. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Man, I mean, there's a lot of things I want to uh, bring up and talk about. And um, I just was thinking right now, uh, let, let's, uh, I, one of the main questions I want to ask you is, how did all this start? How did this all begin? Because you've been in the game for, <laughs> for a pretty good time. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been around a long time. I feel like I'm ancient when I'm like, hanging out with you guys, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I started, gosh, probably when I was seven, maybe eight. Um, I, I lost uh, I lost an uncle and we went to Colorado uh, for services and so forth and and he he built models and so when I got there um, so you know I'm just a kid and you're in that type of environment where you're dealing with loss um, you know, family they they were welcoming anything that, that to do to keep me company and keep me busy. And, and I found this model, these models in, uh, in his house. And, and that was it. Uh, I remember the first kit was, um, I believe it was a 53 Bel Air. It was a gasser, which uh, I don't want to offend anybody, but I, I hate gassers. Um, and maybe because it was my first experience, <laughs> my first experience with a kit. Uh, it was a, you know, it was a glue together kit, and you know, I didn't, I, I wasn't fortunate enough to start with like a snap together or anything like that, and, and it was like my very first uh, um, introduction. So it was, it was like you know all in. It was a Ravel kit, and um, so it had a lot of pieces, a lot of flash, and and I've always said you know I'd go back and, and rebuild that kit. Um, I never have because I don't really like gas. <laughs> but uh, gosh, yeah, man, that, that's where it started. And um, when I came back home, it was it was full steam ahead, man. Uh, and it's so funny. I see all these kids uh, on the shelves now. Uh, and I was like, okay, I had that one. I had that one. I had that one. <laughs> and, and they're bringing them out. You know, there are reissues, but... You know, a lot, a lot of builders now they, they've never, they've never had the opportunity to experience that kit, and um, and and I'm just like, man, I, I was looking at a guy posted a kit he built was a '73 uh, Ford Capri, and the neighborhood I grew up in, there was a guy who had one, he had a real one. And he had he had put a big V8 motor in it. He's a scream around the neighborhood in it. Um, all the other cats were into low riders, and here he is, right, you know, running around this hot rod. Um, and so, of course, that kid stuck out because I I had it, 
and and then I, I modeled it after his. And when I saw it um, posted on the internet the other day uh, on the ground, I was like, I I posted it in, you know, in the guy's story. It's like, wow, I, I remember you know building that kit, and he was talking about the nostalgia of uh, building a kit that was made the year he was born, and I was like, well, yeah, I was already you know. <laughs> I don't know how old I was already by that time, but um, it, it was well beyond the, the year I was born. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. And you, you grew up here in uh, Southern California? Uh, yeah, I grew up in California. Nice. So like seven years old, doing model cars, and, th- you know, when you're growing up, like doing that kid, was there other kids in the community that were also doing this or was this just kind of something you were just kind of doing on your own? Uh, you know, <laughs> no, there weren't, um, not, not in my immediate community. There weren't any, um, really any other kids into it. Um, they were, I mean, honestly, there were gangbangers and, and then, the, you know, the, the teenagers, they were, they were into, like I said, they were into lowriders. They weren't the, the dopest lowriders. They were just, you know, they had hydraulics and they would be able to drag them down the street and get the switch and what have you. But um, yeah, they were. Uh, yeah, I was like, I was like the nerd in the in the neighborhood. So. <laughs> yeah, and and like seeing, you know, seeing the atmosphere of like lowriders and all that, did it captivate your attention? Like, yo, like I want to build a lowrider. Um, a real one, you mean? Or, or in a model car. <laughs> oh God, yeah, yeah, dude. I was um, I was building uh, I was building hoppers, you know, way back, you know, when I was in uh, when I was in junior high school. Well, it's middle school now, but when when I was there, it was called junior high school. Um, and yeah, like you know, seventh grade, I was I was building hoppers, man. We were using uh, <laughs> we were making chassis out of. Uh, Chicken, uh, chicken coop wire, and, and it was crazy stuff, man. Yeah, um, that's cool. <laughs> Ingenuity, right there. Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever you know, whatever worked, and I, I, I followed it, you know, all, over the years. Um, you know, and, and I look at these these guys now, what they're doing now, and I'm just like, wow. You know, those are some of the, the ideas that I, I may have had back then, but just too young to be able to execute it that way mm-hmm. um and then there's so the technology has changed so much now that there's so much more um that dealers can do young old, to make they can make their dreams come true make their ideas become reality um but i i tried back then man i did uh yeah i i was Every every birthday, Christmas, whatever, um, I, that's what I wanted. I wanted models uh, as as my gift, and I built them. And, and sometimes my my siblings, I have two sisters, they used them against me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they threatened me with them, and uh, they break one. And and that was just that 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 was just the ultimate, you know. If you really wanted to do something, the worst thing you could do, break one of my models. 
Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Dude, no, you're right. I mean, even even now, like I'm thinking, of, you're making me think now about my models. <laughs> like, you know, if if uh, one of my like siblings or maybe my fiance is like, hey, and you know, threatens with the model, I'll be like, I'll be crushed if one of them gets like yeah. messed up. You know. Yes, and you know, I, I'm my son. He's twelve. He comes in. You know, he'll he he, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't really build. He'll watch me. He likes what I'm doing. Um, we built one. We, we built a Camaro together uh, last summer. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is it. You know, he, he, he immediately asked for another one. And uh, so I, I bought him another one. I bought um, Dominique's Charger. And he started in on it. He, he did the engine. Uh, and and as far as he made it. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, he, he didn't. He didn't go beyond uh, um, beyond building the engine. And I, you know, every, every time I would sit down and start on my stuff, I'd be like, "Hey, you know, get your car out." And he's like, "Nah." He'll he'll, he'll come in, in into my my workspace here. He'll hang. You know, he, he'll get on the floor with his with his switch and. Be in, you know, be in my presence, be in my space, but um, doing his own thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe later down the road, you know, he might come around and, and get more more into because, you know, at that age, there's just so much going on now. So many options, right, to do things. Right, right. And and back then, you know, I, I worked in my, my phase with video games. Um, it didn't last long because uh, I'm one of those kind of people who... Um, I'm like him, you know. He he he'll play it and play it and play it. Uh, every time you die, you know, you got to start right up again because you're like, oh, I can do better next time. And then you die, and you're like, oh, I can do better next time. And then you just keep going, right? And before you know it, you know, eight hours have gone by. Um, and and for me, when that would happen, I'd be like, man, I've been doing this for eight hours, and and it doesn't seem like I achieved anything, right? Because um, you turn the game off, and when you come back, you, you starting over again, right? <laughs> oh, okay, so you know, you you we're thinking back, like not not the video games, like now, where they look like movies. Uh, um, you know, I'm talking about um, Pac-Man and and uh, Centipede, and you know those old school video games, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's you know that's what I that's what I had in them. And I started thinking, man, you know, what I could have did with that eight hours, right? And and I started feeling like, nah, man, that's a waste of my time. <laughs> and then, you know, when I spend eight hours working on my model, I could stand back and look at what I did, right? And and um, and see progress that I made. And 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 then, you know, when, when you're done, uh, finally finish with it, you know, you have something. She could be proud of, and you know, and I, I would display them. Believe it or not, man, I, I took over my mom's china cabinet. Yeah. Um, I would, I would display my models in her china, in her china cabinet next to the china, bro. <laughs> would, she, would she ever say anything like, "Hey, you need to take those out"? No, no, she was, she was good with it. She, oh, and um, I'm thinking back now, like, where are all those dope models? I have? <laughs> <laughs> that were in the china cabinet and uh you know that i was uh, so proud of but 
that was people back in the family home. I've been in and out of the hobby uh, a couple of times. Uh, and I still have a lot of stuff from not I won't say from childhood uh, uh, growing up, but I I have a lot of stuff that I started or that I, I built many many years ago. You know, a lot of stuff that's on my page uh, on Instagram um, was built a long time ago or started. God, you know, when I think about it, it's like. Man, some of your listeners, they probably weren't even around. <laughs> yeah, they weren't even here yet. <laughs> yeah, like, so when you were in seventh grade, what was that? Are you talking like 80s, 90s era? Um, eight, 80s, bro. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, early 80s. Nice. You know, and... I think, but it's cool, though. You got, you got to experience and, like, to see then... And then the transition into how it evolved to now, and you know, oh, and man, still, and still seeing and part of the scene, you know, like seeing the community, you know, and and everybody just like doing their thing, right, and like growing, right, and, and like exactly, it, it's it is a trip. I mean, I'm I'm fascinated by the now, but then I'm also fascinated a lot by what was done back then, because it's like a lot of things that were being done back then was like paving the way for now. And yeah, you know, um, I was cool. really honored when, um, David, uh, detail junkies told me that I was an inspiration for him to do his photo edge. And, um, you know, I never knew that uh, until, um, until last year when, when he and I, uh, hooked up, we started chatting and talking back and forth. And, um, when I brought, I reintroduced uh, my wheels. But man, yeah, I, I, I love this hobby and I love where the space is in right now mm -hmm. um, because it, it's it's different. When I when I was when I was younger and, and building um, the 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 older builders. Um, they dominated the scene. There, there were guys who, you know, they'd come in and they'd sweep all the shows, um, and then and they were secretive. They didn't share what um, uh, what they were doing, how they did things, um, and and now it's it's well from from my perspective, it's, it's totally different. Um, I love being able to see guys on Instagram. Uh, you know, sharing their knowledge. Uh, got guys like uh, Armando. Um, you know, I've been knowing Armando for. Geez, I don't know if he wants me to say, but <laughs> um, I don't know, man. You know, decades with an S, and um, <laughs> to 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 see where he went. He's always been, you know, at, at the top of his game. And then, and then his game's just getting, it's just gotten higher and higher every, you know, with, with, with each passing bill. And um, when when I was first going to shows, I, I'd go to, you know, like IPMS shows, which mostly centered around uh, military bills, uh, airplanes. Uh, in, in fact, the, 
the monthly meets were hosted at, um, uh, like Boeing or, you know, TRW, those uh, types of places, places that have an interest in, in aerospace and, and, and that type of thing. And then here I would come in, you know, with a lowrider. And, and we got all these guys here building tanks and air, aircraft and um and I got you know you know I have a hopping hopping in pilot. You know, it was you know there was kind of a running joke because they 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 made fun of um the lowrider builds because they didn't you know they didn't understand it. It it wasn't it was cultural for me because you know like I said I, I grew up around it right and um and I'm just put this out there. I love all genre uh, of vehicles. So we're, we're, we're talking cars, trucks, hot rods, low riders, you know, imports. If it's got wheels, uh, if it floats, you know, I, I dig boats, speed boats, those type of things, yachts. So my, my interests is, uh, um, my interests are wide and varied. Um, but I was building what I knew. I've always built what I like, but when I first started, you know, I was I was emulating cars in the neighborhood. What I you know what I would see, um, and and of course, you know, Lowrider magazine was uh, it, you know came out during during my youth in the seventies, you know, and uh, so that was you know I, I was draw, drawn to that. But that's not to say that I, I I was I was not interested in hot rods and street rods and, and all that. But most of the adult builders who came to those shows that that participated in the car categories, um, that's what they built. And and then here I came, you know, I would come in with these lowriders and, and honestly, I, I I actually have vivid memories of. of you know, people snickering and laughing. I put my put my lowriders on the table, um, and for a while, um, it turned me it turned me off to building um, what I like. And then I, you know, I, I tried my hand at um, not 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 that uh, turned me off to building what I like because I like like you know, all the genres of the cars, but turned me off from building what was closest to heart, I should say. So I started building um, street rods and, and I love Volkswagens, the, the V-Dub scene. So I started building uh, V-Dub kits. Uh, in fact, I still have the very first V-Dub bus kit that I built. And um, I had to cut all the windows in it. it um, you know, I was young. I, uh, I was a teen, so I, I didn't have the dough to buy one of those old kits that was actual an actual 21 window reveal kit. Um, that was like my holy grail kit right there. And um, eventually, believe it or not, I saved it. To, I saved it to cash, and I bought one a complete kit like that at one of the kit collector shows. And you know, I've dreamed of building it, and uh, I already knew what, you know, what I wanted to do with it. Um, and 
I still haven't built it yet. <laughs> Wait, uh, it, it, the time will come for sure. It's here. You know, it, it's actually, you know, out of the several hundred models that I have in my garage, uh, uh, unopened kits, um, hundreds with an S. That that one kit in particular that I was just talking about, the the uh, 23 window, Mm -hmm. um, that kit is here in the house, in my my workroom. I could put my hands on it right now. And um, you have to take a photo later. I want to see it. It's, um, you know, of course, it's, you know, it's just a part. It has, you know, I never built it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's an old kit, you know, I mean, we're talking sixties, right? So it's not the best. And they've come out with better kits since then uh, of the 23 window um, beat up bus. And I think that's probably why I haven't built it yet. It's just because um, I know that there are there are more advanced kits out there, um, but it still holds a special place because, like I said, it, out of all the hundreds of kits that I have, it, it's in the house. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I, not in the garage. <laughs> No, I bet. I mean, that that's pretty awesome that you actually have kept a lot of these projects and kits. You know, I oh my God. I mean, I, I have some boxes, too, of kits, projects I've started on. I'm guilty of it, and I have not finished, you know. They're just kind of there, mm-hmm. that excitement. It's like I get that excitement. I get it going, mock them up, primer them, and everything. And then, <laughs> all right, I see another one. Oh, do the same yes, thing. Sir. And then I keep, I keep going to the next, the next. And then next, you know, I got a bunch floating around, but yeah. that excitement, like, I guess I keep sharing that, that energy with each kit. And then eventually like, you know, they're, they're boxed up again and it, it takes time, like months for me to come back again, to bring back that, like, it's almost like to unlock that energy again <laughs> on that kit of excitement. Well, you know, yeah, it, it, it happens that way. Um, I have. Uh, I have projects here um, that I'm, I'm the same way. Like, you know, I'll get an idea and, and, and then it won't go away. It'll, it just, you know, it just keeps bugging me. And if I have, um, even if I don't have kits available, um, you know, I might, I might go get one uh, if I need one for parts and then uh, just start in on it. And and everything else kind of gets uh, pushed to the side until that build gets to the point where you know you can put some wheels on it and and you can look at it, mock it up, like you said, and 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 your idea will finally be transferred to uh, uh, to the plastic or to the resin, and then and only then can. Uh, I like move on or go back to where I was because I finally, you know, I kind of got that um, that bug off my shoulder. There, there are a couple on my page um, that are like that. You know, I, I started with um, uh, 61. 61 uh, Impala, and then I bought a I bought a um, resin cast wagon. Finally, I didn't like 
the roof line. Um, and there was a custom one out there that I had seen. And I liked that way much better. And then I had that, I had that resin body out of the box, uh, up on the shelf where I could see it. And, and it was just bugging me that I didn't like the roof line. And so uh, I grabbed um, a 61 kit out, out of my garage and I got two because it took two to, to make the roof the way I wanted it. And um, it's in primer and, and I, I took photos of processes and I posted them up because I was one of, that's like one of those projects that was bugging me that um, I had to get that, I had to get a certain part of it out of my system before I could move on. And now it, it's in primer. It's, you know, it's back on the shelf where I can see it. And um, so the idea remains fresh, but um, it's at a stage where it's okay to rest right there until I'm ready to, you know, until I get to it. Yeah. And I have, uh, I have a couple other ones like that. In fact, I had a friend over the other day and, uh, you know, he, he was kind of looking at, at my uh, my shelf and my bookcase with the bills on it. And there was there there's a stack of uh, kits behind. They're all in the clear plastic cases, but you can't see the ones in the back row, right? Because there's you know, there's stack bills behind a stack of, of bills. And so I pulled some of them out. Uh, so he could see, okay, this, you know, I told him, I said, like, hey, this is one. It's a 37 Ford. Uh, it's a Phantom pickup. So it's 37 Ford front end on a 40 Ford uh, rear cab and, and bed. And, um, and it's, uh, it's convertible or roaster. And I moved it to front. I put the kit I was. And uh, the build that was completed in the front, I put it in, you know, in its place in the back so I could keep my eye on that truck because I want to get to it. <laughs> it was one of those projects that um, it's there. It kind of started on the well, who I hate to even think how many years ago it started. <laughs> um, you know, because I was, I was doing this in the 80s. Uh, I was doing this in the 90s, and then uh, in the 90s, you know, I was, uh, I used to hang out with uh, B.A. Garcia and a bunch of other cats who used to hang out at um, his parents' shop and build on Friday nights, um, and then I went to law school, I sat, sat a, so I sat the model building in fact i was right after my my wheels debut um i sat everything aside while i went to law school and picked it back up again in 08 um i was injured and then i was home on uh on the street and i didn't have anything to do so i started building again i started building um, a replica of my full-size car because I, I, by that time, I had gotten into full-size cars as well and um, building and showing one-to-one uh, -one cars. So I got out of it again when I had 
back surgery. I was laid up for a number of years. So I've been in and out of the hobby for many years. And and each time I went in, I would start some projects and then uh, and then uh, they're still hanging around. They're still waiting on me. And uh, I'm looking at them and I'm saying to them every day, I'm getting to you. I'm going to get to you. <laughs> Like I'm next. I've been waiting in line. You know, um yeah. you, you you mentioned David Anthony Garcia and um those nights. There was a featured article on the Lawyer Bicycle magazine uh talking about, you know, the, those sessions, those nights of a hangout, modelers getting, oh, getting together at his parents' shop and yep. you know, just everyone hanging out, building models and just curating the night for, for a hangout spot. And, um, and I mean, you know, you, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that you were there. What what was that experience like for you being there as a guest? Oh man, I loved it. Dude, that was, that was the highlight of the week, bro. To, you know, we, I couldn't wait till Friday, right? Was that like every, every um, week or, or like maybe every week, every Friday? No, sir. That was every Friday. Oh, man. That's (laughs) dope. Man, we would, um, we, I, I had my toolbox with all my stuff in it and I'd box up, you know, the bills that I was working on and, um, and we'd head over there, man. And, uh, I don't know what time it was, you know, it officially started, but I, I get there early and then I'd be there, you know, from five and we'd shut down somewhere around midnight. They'd shut the shop down and we'd all go head over to in and out <laughs> Tight. And man, those years I ate more in and out burgers than every Friday night, bro. We were at in and out and, uh, well, I take that. Maybe once a month we would we would uh, veer off and go to a burger stand called Douglas Burgers. Uh, but but nevertheless, it was gosh, dude, those talking about the good old days. I mean, I don't, don't want to sound all old, but um, those times were the best, bro. Because we were there was a lot of camaraderie in that room, and. Um, you know, I was saying, you know, as I was coming up, the older older builders, they, they didn't really share. Uh, I, I won't put that label on, on all of them um, because there have always been people uh, people in, in my influence that have influenced me. Herb Deeks, for example, has always been, um, he's been a great guy to me. He builds really eclectic stuff. <laughs> he sells eclectic stuff. But he's always been one to be open with me and, and talk to me. I mean, I've known her since I was uh, since I was a teenager. Um, I mean, a, a young teenager um, before I could drive, teenager. And my mom would take me to those kid collector shows, and he'd have a booth there, and he'd, you know, we'd talk, chop it up, and you know, I'd learn something every every time I, I crossed his path. And uh, and it was kind of like that, you know, on those Friday nights. Um, uh, I don't know if, if you guys are if you're familiar with the fact that that Da Garcia's brother Joe is an incredible builder. Um, he's into some 
he used to do some way out body work and you know he, he worked on full-size cars right you know that's what he did uh, for a living but that same talent in you know chopping a full-size car would translate over into chopping the top of a model and i mean those guys could do that stuff in their sleep and and so i i, I couldn't wait every friday bro it was like you know, kid in the candy store going over there because you'd see what they had worked on during the week, you know, or you see progress they made on a project they were working on uh, from the week before. Or they break out something that, you know, you hadn't seen before. Um, and I'm going to be honest. On those days, I got less building done. Um, <laughs> Than than any other time because you know it was it was such a um, it was such an awesome experience to 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 be sharing with all of these people these like minded people um, you know people who love doing what you love doing and you could see what they were doing you could learn from them um, and and they were we were in that sphere where. You know, we 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 were we were friends, and and we shared with one another. And um, the, the 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 capstone of the night usually would be when we were waiting for our food at In and Out uh, or at Douglas Burgers. Um, you know, David would have an idea, or I would have an idea for something I wanted to build and I'm telling him about it, right? And then he'd grab a napkin and and just start like sketching out this vast oh can I say that? Um, you know just you know like a killer design right on a napkin. And then you know I'm all like okay I'm keeping that and you take that napkin and um and you're like, okay, this is the blueprint right here. Um, I'm going to build this. And and then, you know, you'd start on it. And, and I still have, dude, from what we're talking, you know, the late 90s. I still have some of those napkins, man, um, <laughs> with those sketches on them. Man, that's and, awesome. Yeah, it was... It was an amazing time um, to be around those guys, man. Um, and like I said, you know, I would have to go home and, and work all day Saturday building to make up for the work I didn't get done on Friday night. <laughs> man, I'd probably be I'd probably be doing the same because I'm trying I'm just trying to picture it. Like I'm thinking, all right, back then, you know, you don't have all these responsibilities, right? with life right different yep. times you could stay up late and you know like i'm checking in or whatever you could just come home like later you know it's not a like a big deal because everyone yep. you know like people or your family or whatever everyone knows where you're at and you know it's an every friday kind of thing this is your night your thing everyone's building or chopping it up you know i'd probably be just hanging out talking with everybody if I was there, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. By by that time, I was a young adult, so my um, 
I started taking my my girlfriend. She's my my wife now. Um, she'd go, and nice. you know, at first, you know, I, I would invite her because I'd hate going and then, you know, being gone like all Friday and coming home like super late. And then she's wondering, all right, you really been out building models till one in the morning, you know, like that, right? So, you know, it's like, hey, would you come? And she's like, nah, it's, you know, it's, it's the guys, right? And I'm like, nah, Abe's mom is there. <laughs> and so um, there were uh, a few other guys who brought their girlfriends. And then the ladies, they had their table. They would sit over there and, um, and chit-chat. I, I had absolutely no idea what they'd be talking about. But um, I was glad to be able to include her. So... You know, I, I didn't feel like I was um, kind of taking, like, you know, the Friday for, for myself. And um, and she enjoyed it. I mean, Dave's mom is one of the nicest people you ever wanted to meet. So my wife, or girlfriend at the time, she enjoyed spending the time with the, the ladies who were her. And um, there are a bunch of guys there. Um, you know, every now and then they would they would bring in a significant others. But I, I met uh, Willie, Willie and Willie Jr. from uh, Willie Jr. from Dedicated Magazine. Uh, that's why I met them. Oh, it's dope. Uh, going over there, um, Caesar, Mikey. Uh, Mikey is uh, on Instagram. He's brown sensation. I think he is something like that. He's got a, like a brown lowrider T bird, or, and, and you know, I, I've been on all, all those guys, you know, since the 90s. And um, uh, KB, uh, the, he does the 3D printing. Uh, David, his name is David. He goes by KB3. Oops, he's going to hate me. I don't know his Instagram name, but uh, yeah, I met him there. And a ton of the guys who are still in the hobby now. Um, I met at that gathering, and and that's how I know him. In fact, when I when I decided to um, produce my wills, those guys were the guys who saw what was coming first. Ooh, we, I want to get into that right now. That you, I'm glad you brought this up. I know you, you talked about it earlier. You mentioned with the, uh, David Detail Junkies, but that was uh, right. You know, I had I had uh, posted about questions, right? And that was mm -hmm. a couple people. Though that was a question they brought up. Um, tell us the history behind your wheels. Okay. Um, let's see. Well, you know, of course, the product it's not it's not an original product. There was uh, a guy in uh, Michigan, I believe, is where he was, who was producing. Uh, rims with billet hoops, uh, you know, turned turn aluminum hoops, photo at centers, and then turned aluminum center hub. And um, he was doing them in what was, you know, the conventional size at the time, uh, like a 17, right? Um, you know, because we're, we're talking mid-90s, right? So, um, 17 inch was, you know, that was kind of like a 20 inch wheel was huge to everybody back then, right? Um, and so 
he was doing them. And and I was like, yeah, you know, I wanted something. I wanted bigger wheels. You know, like, um, that's my thing. I, I, I love chrome. I love with the wheels. Um, even with a full-size car, before before I buy a car, I already have already picked out wheels for it. Um, that's just kind of where it starts. Um, before, I, before I buy a full-size car, I've already customized it in my mind, you know, many times over, and I already know what I want to do to it. And the same thing with the, the kits. And, and so I knew where I wanted to go with, uh, with the wheels. And it just that um, there wasn't anything out there at the time that, that, that satisfied um, my thirst for what I wanted. So, um, like I said, Herb Deeds, I, I had been affiliated with him for many years, and he was uh, doing photo-ish parts. And uh, so he turned me on to some of his um, suppliers, places that did some manufacturing for him. And, uh, and then I did some research on my own, and, and then I decided, okay, well, I would run the designs i would sketch out the design of the wheel um and i run it by the guys at the friday night hangout hey what do you guys think about this one and um you know they either they like it or they don't um and and so i would drop the design most all the wheels that i did do i did uh, i did four styles um they're all based off of uh full-size car wheels, um, either billet, uh, billet specialties wheel or Colorado custom wheel, um, you know, wheels that I liked in, in, in one-to-one that I, I thought would look awesome um, uh, to be able to have that same wheel uh, on, on a model. So, you know, after doing the research on getting the pro- uh, products produced, and um, learning how to do the designs. All, all my designs were there. That stuff was done, drawn uh, by hand, but not not even using a computer. No, no, uh, you know, no CAD program. No, no computer drawing programs. This is all desktop drawing. It's, um, I like to draw. Um, I, you know, that's one of one of the main things that. I, have an ability to do well, and um, so that's why that it was old school, man. And it's funny because uh, I was talking to David about it last year, and he was like, Man, you did all that stuff by hand. It's like, Yeah, um, so you know, I went ahead and, and I shopped around uh, for the companies that were going to do the photo etching for me, which is the chemical milling, and um. Learned more about that process, um, and I just and I I produced a really large quantity of uh, those products, and um, they hit the market. They it was different. Um, you know, David once told me, and you were ahead of your time with that stuff. And like, yeah, I see now. Um, back then, I was because you know my wheels are a scale twenty three inch wheel, right? When at the time 
the market was, you know, a 17-inch wheel was big, right? And a 20-inch wheel was, you know, was huge. And people were um, not used to seeing them that big. And they weren't accustomed to it. They, you know, it took time uh, for it to sink in. And um, so 23-inch scale, 23-inch wheel, uh, I call some flat. You know, people are like, ah, those are way too big. You know, oh, they're out of scale, this and that. And um, look where we are now, bro. Hmm, um, right. You know, who would have, you know, back in, in, in 1998, right, or in 99 when I started the design process and what have you, who would have thought that cars would be riding around with, you know, 32 or 34 inch wheels. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? You know, you think, okay, somewhere somebody's going to draw the line. Mm-hmm. And nope. The next year, you know, the wheels are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, but me, you know, I, 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 I do draw the line. You know? um, I watch, I look at the dunks. Um, that's not my thing. Um, some of them, you know, the, the glass houses, as we used to call them when I was little, uh, the Caprice Classics, you know, the 70s uh, models, they look good with the big old wheels. Um, if, if, to me, if done right, because the wheels got to have a lip, at least in the back, uh, for me. That That's my taste. Uh, I like a stacker look. And so I incorporated that in my wheels. Um, and that's why when you look at the turned aluminum hub, it has the ridges on the back so that you can set your offset. And um, I think a lot of people found my product intimidating because you had to, you know, you had to work at it to make it really how you wanted it because you have to cut you know, you have to cut into the wheel. And um, in fact, just recently, I, I, after reintroducing them, you know, I, I posted on Instagram, you know, if anybody wanted to see um, a video, uh, a live, how, how, how to assemble my wheels. And then a couple of people, you know, posted back, yeah, I would love to. And then... Um, I didn't get a chance to do it. I ended up um, in the hospital. Um, but it's it's not hard to do. Um, you just need you know a razor saw and um, and some patience. And so when the wheels when the hubs were milled, I tried to make sure that the groove was milled deep enough into uh, the hoop so that you know it wouldn't it wouldn't be too difficult to saw through it with the razor saw and um and so you can actually uh set the offset on the wheels in technically in three places but uh officially you can set it in two because there there are two grooves cut into um the outer side of each and you cut it on uh on first first groove um, and, and slide your uh, center photo etching in, then you get, you know, a, a really narrow lip in front. 
then you can cut it on the second groove and, and slide it in and you have a deeper offset. Or you can even, you know, take take the face and, and mount it to the backside of the hoop and um, and get an even deeper offset. Um, or you, and you can take that center, you can cut it on both grooves and take the center piece completely out to uh, narrow the overall width of the rim. And so um, I incorporated all that so that it would the builder um, could i mean you know we we, we build models because we're using our imagination we're building them how we want to see them right so i tried to make the wheels um available with options so you can you know like i said i like a staggered setup so i, I kind of like a um, smaller lip in front uh, and a deep lip in the back and I figured I, I I can't be the only one. <laughs> so uh, I incorporated that into um, into the wheels, and I I went out. I had them packaged. I found a package manufacturer and uh, uh, not too far from me, and I took them my product. I showed it to them, showed them what I wanted, and they uh, they came up with packaging. The little plastic cases that, that the wheels come in, and um, in fact, David uh, Da Garcia did uh, did the graphic um, picture of my '94 Impala uh, was part of my logo back then. Um, That's cool. That, and and uh, that picture is on the sticker on the front of each of the uh, the wheels. There are four four different styles. Uh, what I call my big D's. So of course, you know, a wire wheel in a 23 inch was unheard of at the time. Um, but you can get, you could make it, you know, and they look good. They they look good on traditional low riders, and they look good on, uh, um, you know, like, like a full size car, like a, a an Impala SS or a, a 94 to 96 uh, Impala B body. Um, it's like, you know, I have a 94 and, um, so yeah, uh, you know, they came out, I did them. And then, uh, um, shortly after I introduced them, um, in the early 2000s, uh, law school came around in 02. And then, um, I was, I was not only out of the hobby for four years, but I was, all I was doing was working and studying for four years. <laughs> yeah, dang. That that took over the profession right there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know how you say life uh life kind of gets in the way. Well, mm-hmm. it, I won't say it got in the way, but um it um it was you know, it became more important at the time. And uh so I went and did that and, and the wheels are still here. And um, that's tight, yeah. Because I saw your post about the wheels, and you know, I was like, I, I saw that you were selling them, and and right now, like, they're still available if people want to buy them, right? Yes, yes, they they're, they've been guys all those years, all along. Mm-hmm. They would hit me up quietly. Um, you know, those guys who knew my who knew my number, the number's been the same for 20 plus years, the phone number. <laughs> oh, that's on the page. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the you know guys that that just happen to know my number mm, okay. had, well, that... had gotten it on a flyer from back in the day. Yeah, um, yeah, it hasn't changed. It, it's the same. That's crazy. And so um, I, you know, I would get calls occasionally from, you know, from guys like, "Hey, I need some of those wheels. You still got those wheels?" And like, yeah, I still make them. You know, I still have them. They're still here, available for sale. And then, you know. Hey, I want to get you know blah blah blah, and, and I say, yeah, yeah, you can come over and pick them up. Yeah, roll or, through. <laughs> um, yeah, or you know, I'm gonna meet you somewhere, and you can, you know, I, I can get them to you, whatever. Yeah. Did you and, ever and uh, so, get them in stores, like any hobby stores, local ones? Um, no, you know, uh, the idea was, well, well, they're no longer around, but um, I was trying to get them in in hobby people, and. Um, which was originally Hobby Shack back uh, back in my day, and then they, and then they went to Hobby People, and then they went to Obscurity. So, um, but no, those guys over at you know, Pegasus, they 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 ran the game um, with with those kinds of aftermarket products in stores, and and um, you know me being a, um, a young adult. They, uh, there's no way I could compete with those guys. They had the connections in China to produce products and so forth. And, you know, I was producing things uh, domestically. And um, it's far more expensive when you have to have something, you know, a product produced here in the States. Um, and, uh, but that was my, that was my ultimate goal, which is why I went to the trouble of, going to a professional packaging manufacturer and I had those uh, clamshell packages produced um, that, that perfectly fit the, the photo wedge and, and, and four, uh, four rims and, and tires um, because that was the goal was to get them uh, get them in stores and, and as far as they made it was uh, you know the model contest and uh, and, and uh, online, you know, we weren't really even doing uh, online stuff back then, so it was, uh, you know, I would take it to the shows. Yeah, you know, more like I'd set up a table direct to consumer. Yeah, there you go, like at the shows or just people you knew. Um, exactly. Word of mouth. Uh, the swap meets, they'd have a you know model model swap. Uh, the kid collective show. Um, I would go and I'd share table space with her. Um, it's actually. We, he and I, we did some wheels together um, in conjunction with one another. He, he was producing uh, a photo edge wire wheel, which, um, come on, they, they, it's a style that they put on the racing Ferraris, like the old school ones, you know, in the uh, 40s, 50s. Um, real skinny, then um, they call Barani wires. And so he, he was producing those in Photo Edge. And um and then he he did the, the he was doing the rim lips in uh white metal. And so I approached him with my idea and I was like, hey, you know, why don't we make these straight spokes, you know, at like Dayton's? Because that wasn't I mean, he wasn't really into uh lowriders or anything like I was. So you know, I turned him on to that, and then we we did uh, a run 
of a 13-inch bait with the straight spokes and the centerpiece, the center hub was uh, done in his white metal. And then we did, uh, uh, I used Hop and Hydro's uh, knockoffs or or we actually had some white metal knockoffs and we had some of them crumbled. We had a small supply of those. I had a large supply of uh, the plastic ones uh, from Hop and Hydro's. And so we did the small ones, and there it was. It was a killer wheel, you know. Um, it, it's been knocked off several times. People claimed that it was their product, <laughs> you know. Um, when 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 I was out of the scene, um, but yeah, Herb, Herb and I, we did those. We did the original 13-inch uh, wire Dayton's in uh, in. Turned aluminum hub and and uh, I mean, excuse me, turned aluminum rim and and photo edge spokes, two layers, and and there's the same, pretty much my big D's, the same same wheel, just in um, in a larger size, and the center hub on my big D's um, is actually turned aluminum also. So. But yeah, man, they 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 make a great. It's a great product. Uh, it's been around for a long time, um, and uh, like I said, you know, they're intimidating to some folks. But those of us who who build and who, who like to build, you know, we 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 get a kick out of building and creating. And, and so, you know, some folks were like, "Oh, you know, do we sell them built?" I'm like. No, nah, but you know they come with fully, yeah, you got to you know full instruction sheet, yeah, and um and, and it's not hard. You just you just have to do it. Yeah. Um, One question I had. Um, this is coming from Dutch, uh, that's on Instagram, and he wanted to know for your wheels, what kind of glue do you recommend uh, to apply? Uh, Two part epoxy, uh, definitely not um, super glue. Because the super glue will, you know, haze the metal. Um, so yeah, two-part epoxy is what I use when I'm assembling. Awesome, yeah. Because I mean, I saw you, you know, posting them, and I'm like, yo, these are dope, you know. And I know, like, you know, like you said, like now, I mean, people are into, you know, everyone's digging for wheels and stuff. Especially people love big wheels, so. For those that, yeah. that are listening, if you have not seen them, I'm, I'm going to share them more because I, I know for sure there's going to be some people that are going to want them. And they're still available, which is dope. Yeah. Just uh, DM me. And, uh, I mean, you know, I, I run specials on them all the time. I'm not, um, you know, not trying to make a living off of the product. The product is, you know, something for the hobby and um I just like, you know, I like seeing them out there. I like, would like to have people using them, uh, using them more often. And, you know, I, I run into a lot of guys that say, oh, God, you know, I bought these wheels and, you know, I never used them. I still I still have your wheels, man, from back in the day. And, you know, I think, you know, I always, I always ask them, hey, well, why'd you never use them? You know, and like I said, I think a lot of it has to do with the intimidation factor of actually cutting them open. And, and build them, but it, one of these days soon. I'm gonna, um, if I don't do a live, then um, I'll do a 
like a photo spread. And um, so various steps of uh, putting them together and coming up with a finished product. The wagon I'm working on right now, uh, I'm running a set of swirls, is what I call those. And uh, that was one of my favorite wheels that I produced. And uh, so I'm using that on that wagon. And you can see them on there in a stagger fit. Uh, the fronts are smaller. And I got the deep offset at the back. Um, but yeah, just DM me and uh, hit me up. Yeah, I saw on your Instagram you had posted. This is like a, a previous post. Um, one of your Suburbans, you had the 23-inch, your wheels with, uh, I guess these ones are, you call them the Twizzler. Right, exactly. Dang, tell us about that build. Um, gosh, you know that, believe it or not, that, that build started in uh, the early 90s. Um, and I call it the, the Ram Bourbon. Uh, Taj Ram, front end, suburban body. You know, I put uh, the dual fenders from the, the AMT uh, Chevy kit. Uh, I, I grafted those on. Um, smooth roll pan in back. Then I added uh, LED uh, Corvette style taillights. It's got uh, LED headlights. Um, uh, both headlights and taillights, uh, they turn on via uh, a magnetic switch. So you just kind of hold the magnet near the back window uh, on the rear, rear door and just pass it past the switch. But you can't see the switch, but you pass the magnet, pass the switch, and it uh, turns the lights on, pass it back by, and it'll turn them off. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was one of those projects that I started. and. Um, and hadn't finished, and then um, it turned out to be a, it was going to be a you know, perfect platform for uh, the wheel product, and so um, I went ahead and, uh, and hammered on it and, and finished it. It's a, uh, it's a curbside build, but it has um, interiors all um, full custom construction. It's got the subs in the back, and I turned aluminum tank for, uh, for the air tank, and you know, this was that was way before uh, you know 3D printing and so forth, and um, so some of the things you know we had to uh, like the the air tank, for example, was uh, a turned aluminum tank, and I think uh, most guys might have used it for like a moon tank, um, a front, small front tank on a gas or something, and then I. Um, you know, I appropriated it for, you know, this is my air tank and it's in the back with the amplifier and the subwoofers and so forth. Um, this is all full custom interior, uh, flamed uh, center console is done in a flame pattern. There are flame patterns like embossed on the doors, flame pattern embossed on the roof. And uh, then the paint, um, there's a ram, uh, uh, Chameleon color ghost image of uh, the uh, Ram logo uh, on the hood. Uh, flames running down the side, flames down the roof, flames on the on the chassis. So yeah, I just kind of was playing crazy on it. Um, 
and I'm I'm real happy with the way it turned out. But it and it shows well. I mean, it it it, it looks current. It's not um, uh, it's not really dated. You know, uh, flames are one of those uh, things that to me, because like I said, I like all genres of vehicles, like hot rods, street rods, low riders, all that stuff. And uh, flames are number four on a style that's done right. Um, in fact, you see my my full size bill, my Magnum. Yeah, um, that one's dope, that, man. Uh, <laughs> thanks. It's uh, you know, it, it's fully flamed, and um, and it's a it's a, a mix of you know my my styles, uh, things that I like. Um, the flames are all heavy red metal flame, right? So um, you don't see that, and in fact, when I got it painted, I told the painter what I wanted, and he was like, are you sure? You sure you want metal flame? And, and I was like, yeah. In fact, I was so sure, I went to uh, Pacific Coast Airbrush, and I bought three sizes of red flake from the paint store, and uh, took them to the painter and said, here, this is what I want. And and uh, and he did it, and the, the I haven't come across one like it. Um, you know, it, it's it's kind of iconic. Um, I wanted to redo it, change it up, um, but like I said, you know, I like flames. Flames will never go out of style for me, and um, I'm gonna get the get the car touched up because it's. God, that that painting now is twelve years old, so it's it's showing its age in a few spots. But um, you know, it, it it stays relevant to me, and uh, I, I can't imagine changing it. So I, I'll have to do something different on the next build. But um, yeah, that, that that's what happened with the the Ram Bourbon. And it's one that's been around for. A field that I, like I said, I did back in the back in the nineties, and then I think I finally finished it to um, to the degree that, it's, that it was completely done. I think I finally finished it probably in the um, late nineties. You got to bring it out two thousands to a show. Yeah, you know the last show, um, well, when I went to SoCal Open, I didn't I didn't bring anything. Um, I almost did, didn't go, but, uh, but I was well, I uh, was well enough to go. And I was like, you know what? God, I haven't been, uh, um, I've been to the show before. I missed it the last time, uh, the time before that I was in the hospital and they had it. And I was like, oh, you know, and I, I, I decided to go at the last minute. I was glad I went. Uh, I got to meet a lot of people that uh, I had been, uh, seeing uh, online, um, Big Dave, Black Hawk, uh, Pablo, and Wonder One Scale, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, the only young lady that's building, I mean, that <laughs> she has a real presence, uh, Aslanian, um, Marlo, I think it's her, uh, IG. Um, but yeah, I was, I was really glad I had a chance to go. I guess, Got a chance to pick up some stuff from you, and um, so the next one, yeah, I plan to I plan to bring out um, 
putting out my stuff. So some of these younger guys can see what we were doing back in the old days when when there was no 3D printing. And, <laughs> and we were scratch building everything. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I have some stuff that... Uh, I, 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 and I put pictures up. Um, I have some projects that I started a long time ago. Uh, I did a two-door uh, expedition. And um, I had it resin cast. Uh, I wasn't never, I was never happy with the product, uh, the way it turned out. So I, I never uh, released any of them for sale. But I have the master, and I have one really good copy. I'm thinking either to finish the master or maybe 3D scan um, the master and, and so I can print it uh, on the 3D printer and, and, and put that out there. Um, I have a lot of projects that like I said that I started uh, back when I was uh, when I was heavier into or heavy into it, and um, and I want to finish them, you know. But geez, time the days go by so fast. Yeah, they do, man. Yeah. Definitely, they do. And the years are going by just as fast. It's it's crazy. Um, I started I started my wagon last year. <laughs> Man, that, that wagon is looking uh, dope. You know, um, another question that popped up regarding the wagon is the flocking, the interior. What, what's the trick? What's the secret? Because, man, it looks so clean. Oh, that, that, that's the, uh, I don't even know if they're still around. Uh, Ken's fuzzy from? Yeah, yeah, I do carry that. They, they Yeah, they, <laughs> they still produce Okay. Seat. But, like, the application okay. uh, process, um, are you using, like, just fresh paint, glue, or... When you I, I do the fresh paint method, um, and uh, I get pretty good results. I, I try and get a paint that's really close to um, the color of the the flocking, mm. and um, and that that color that I used on the wagon happened to be happens to be my, my favorite interior color. You see, I, I did a Corvette, uh, um, like one of the uh, models. Uh, I did last year when I when I started on this wagon and and I was doing them both together and um, I ended up finishing the Corvette. It's actually uh, in a case on, on the shelf and and the wagon. You know, I had such big plans for it, <laughs> so uh, so much detail that I wanted to do and I like was gathering parts and so forth. And then um, and then I ended up. You know, I actually bought uh, a 3D printed engine for it. And now, but of course, that was before um, I bought a 3D printer. And then that just changed everything. <laughs> oh, man, when I got my printer, um, that's why my wife is not finished. Because, uh, you know, when you, when you get a 3D printer, and then you can print whatever you want. You know, somebody like me, we got you know, a million ideas. <laughs> you just, you know, your brain will explode on you. You know, it's just. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can imagine that right away. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I didn't finish your um, question on the fuzzy curve. I just use a, um, like a little, um, 
I'm actually looking at it right now. And I think I swiped it from my wife. She's a chef. And it was, you know, it's a kitchen tool. And yeah, I just sprinkle my fuzzy fur in it. It's got a little fine holes in the bottom. Shake it out on top of the paint, let it dry. And my son, this is the first time he saw me use it. He was like, wow, that's cool, Dad. <laughs> oh, that's nice. You got to see you use that. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, so, um, like I said, I'm hoping to um, bring him into gold more mm -hmm. uh, as time goes on. Um, it, it, like I said, he, he likes it, but right now, video games uh, hold his attention more. Yeah, I guess that's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> some of his friends are on it too, you know, so it's kind of like that's yes. you know, in another word, like another uh, uh, like place, a hangout, you know, uh, where exactly. they're, they're playing, but they're chopping it up, you know. So, exactly. Yeah. He does that. He gets on with his friend. Uh, he's got a friend. They've been playing, for instance, preschool. And um, they're still partners. And they get on there and they'll, they'll go all, you know, all day on Saturday. Um, and they're talking crap to each other. <laughs> and I'm, I'm over here saying, dude, man, talk to your friends like that. <laughs> but, um, you know, they just they're just giving each other a hard time, you know, while they're playing. And uh, but I'm the kind of person that can like, hey, you know, I always think like when you're rough housing uh, on the playground and, and somebody gets pushed a little bit too hard, and then they come back and they push harder, uh, and then it just goes south from there, right? And so I, I kind of always think that same thing, you know, may happen when you when you're uh, talking smack to your friend uh, online you may say something offensive and and hurt their feelings and then you know you don't realize it and uh and then you know, your communication just kind of goes south or whatever so mm -hmm. i just try and keep it you know I'm, I'm always thinking like that and when i hear them you know um nodding off uh, on on the game that's the first thing that comes to mind i just you know, that parental advisory pops up and it's like, hey, you don't talk to your like that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Especially as a parent, he's, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, and he's looking at me like, Duh. you know, like I'm embarrassing him because his friend could hear me on the mic or whatever. Mm -hmm. But no matter, you know, I'm, I'm taking up for his friend's feelings. Like, you know, you just, they've been friends for so long and you just want to, you always want to see them maintain that, you know. Yeah, that's um, true. Uh, I, like I said, I, I wish he had some friends that kill models, but <laughs> yeah, you never know. You got to tell them, hey, bring, tell your friends to come through. I'm going to show you guys something, and then bust out a build. I'm sure someone will be like, yo, I want to try that, or help me. Hey, I need to primer up some cars. You know, that'll be that'll be pretty neat. And and maybe you know. And regarding 3D printing, so when you got your printer, did you already know, you know, like how to use a program and all that, like the software no, to sir. get it going? Or no. how long did it take you to? No, no. no. <laughs> it was uh, um, it was a learning curve to say the least. Um, but but like I said, there's so many amazing people um, out there um, on uh, on the internet 
Instagram in particular. Um, and I would just direct message people. And um, Casey, case in point, um, he is one of the coolest dudes I've ever met. He just, you know, took me under his wing. He's like, you know, we're, we're, we're chatting back and forth. And, um, he's like, dude, did you get your prayer yet? Because I told him, you know, um, I was thinking about getting one. And you know, he messaged me, dude, did you get your prayer yet? And I'm like, no, you know, I'm going to get it. It's coming, such and such day. And then, uh, he's like, well, let me know. Let me know, you know, we'll, we'll send you, so I'll get you a will file so you, you can, you know, you can have, a, have a file to start off with. And I was like, you know, wow, you know, that was just, just big of him, you know, to see him have to do that. And so he's, he's become one of the guys I, you know, I chat with all the time. He's just so super cool. And we talk about all kinds of stuff. Um, but you know, when I got my printer, I, I was I was green. I, I was a total, total newbie. I didn't know anything about it. And, um, and so I, I, I messaged some folks. And, you know, people behind the scenes, it's like, hey, you know, do this, that, and the other. Uh, KB, I hit him up. Um, uh, and, of course, some, some advice. And, and whenever I, you know, like, even now, you know, I, I have a fail if I have a fail print or something that, that fails horribly, you know, I'll, I'll take a picture of it and I'll send it. I'm like, dude, check this out. What, what the devil? You know, my, my, my printer is tripping. It's possessed. Um, and then we, you know, I've sent those pictures to a few people and then we just try to work through, hey, you know, what it could be. Um, so I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm still learning. Uh, Every day is is uh, a new adventure. Um, it's a it's a, a never ending learning process. Um, I mean, because I look at the, the parts that some of you know some of my fellow builders make um, stoke models. Oh Jesus Christ! That guy, you know, I look at things that he does with his three D printer, and I'm just like, just blown away. It's crazy. It's, it is just insane. Yeah, and uh, I was listening to him on on podcasts, and you know he's so humble, just a cool, coolest cat, and um, yeah, super cool. And then then he says he's only been doing it, you know, for a couple of years, and I'm like, gosh, I've been in this hobby for thirty years, and like I'm, you know, I'm I'm still a novice, you know, compared to some of these guys who only you know who only been around for a couple of years, but. I'm fine with that because, you know, you should never stop learning. Um, you, you, you can't. You know, you, that's just, that's part of survival. You, you have to, you know, you, you learn and you, you grow. And, um, you know, initially when I got my prayer, I was like, oh, okay, you know, I'll, I'll print and, um, and, and sell, sell wheels and sell products. Things to supplement my billet wheels, but um when you only have one printer and that that's something that um i guess probably a lot of people don't know is how long it takes to print things and and really because you know for production you can't really yeah you need like a lot of printers huh 
Yeah. <laughs> one printer is not going to not going to cut it like that that Rolls Royce that I uh, I posted the color that I printed. Um it is that thing took like 17 18 hours. Damn, that's a long time, dude. Yeah. Yeah, just to print the body, bro. Um but the body has the door panels are really thick, you know, they're, it's bulky, it's built up like it is in the, in the real vehicle. So um, it uses a lot of resin and it takes a long time. And so, you know, if that's something that you're going to mass produce, you can't mass produce that uh, with, with one printer because you got 17 hours on the body and then you got another 10 hours on the interior. You know, and so um, it, it just, it doesn't work out that way. So anything I print and post, you know, if somebody wants a copy of, uh, they're not in a hurry. You know, I'm, I'm open to, uh, you know, printing them and selling them a, a, a copy. When I did my Nova, I mean, excuse me, my Nova, my, my Vita of Notchback, you know, and posted it. I was, that was the second body I, I ever printed. And, um, and then everybody was like, oh, man, that's so cool. You know, can I get one of those? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, that's cool. Uh, uh. But it wasn't printed in 25th scale, and I wanted it in 25th scale so that you could use it. You could use the body on um, a Vita kit that was already out there. So because the chassis that came with the the 3D file was just a, a you know a flat chassis that you can make out of sheet styrene, and um, and the interior sucked. Um, and so I felt like if you could use the body on an existing Vita chassis and use an existing uh, Vita interior and so forth, then you you know you'd be leaps and bounds ahead uh, just by you know taking the body. And so I've I've printed you know copies of the body. And I, I got it down to the scale, one twenty fifth scale, and um, and it looks great. You know, I'm looking at it. Uh, I wanted to put some paint on it, but every kit has uh, a long list of wants, things that I want to do to it, and um, and then along comes you know something else, and I'm like, ooh, I want to do that, and then. You know, I got the file, and the next thing I know, I'm printing, and um, and right right now I have probably twelve, at least twelve printed bodies uh, waiting for me to, to come and deal. I did the convertible Lincoln, um, I think it's a '65 Continental, and uh, I printed it. I posted pictures of it. It's waiting for me to come and work on it. My uh, my Durango SRTA or something else I printed, and uh, so and I'm not even gonna get in there. All the files that I have. Man, are you buying them? Like going like going yeah. on those sites and just you know when people upload yes. them. Right yes. On. Yes, and so all all the files that you know these that the big guys uh, print and sell, Iceman, Wampu. Uh, all of those, you know, the dualies and, and you know, the Chevy trucks, all that stuff. I have all those files, bro. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I just, you know, I just have one printer. 
and so um it it takes um you know it takes me a while uh, to get to it but like the beetle wagon that i started on uh i printed that one i think it was um pixel i think it was a uh, pixel 3d print um and it came with it came in the wagon version or you could do the uh sedan delivery version and so i printed those two both versions and then you know sitting here my my desk i was like oh a pickup you gotta do a pickup so here we are i already started right the 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 wagon version i already printed the sedan delivery version and then and and they're you know they're waiting right for me to sand them and prime them and and work on them, but then I get this you know chip on my shoulder. I gotta build a pickup, so that means I, I printed another one. I printed another sedan delivery, and I cut the roof off. I moved it back up, and so I'm you know I'm incorporating my my old school uh, kit bashing skills and and, uh, and working it with uh, with the 3D printed parts because I don't I don't know how to model parts in uh, a 3D software program or anything like that. Um, that is where I want to get to. I, I want to be able to not just print my own parts, but to be able to design uh, my own parts. Not necessarily uh, to design full bodies or, or full kits or anything like that, but I want to be able to design parts, you know, like like Stoker. He, 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 man, like those wheels he comes up with, you know, stuff you've never seen before, but he's able to pop it in his computer and make it look like how he wants it. I want to be able to do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, you know, and, and just make those parts because right now it is uh, 3D printing is, is changing the hobby. Because back in the day, you know, I used to have to buy multiple kits to get, uh, you know, you buy a kit for an engine, you buy a kit for some wheels, you know, uh, that type of thing. And, and before you know it, you know, you have three, four kits just to make, you know, just for your one build. Whereas now with the 3D printer, um, I don't need to buy a kit for some wheels. I have wheels. I can press some wheels or I can use my billet wheels. Um, you know, the, the styles are getting a little long in the tooth, but they're kind of, you know, classic styles. Um, and engines, ah, you know, you got these guys. So, you, you know, I have people out there designing parts. Um, Black Box, for example, is an amazing designer. So, you know, I printed some VW engines and then we were here yesterday or the day before, he came up with, you know, a platform that blows the little VW engines I had printed uh, out of the water. And that, you know, now there's no need, you know, to, you know, buy uh, old Ravel Vita kit because it's got a flat four engine in and trans, you know, transaxle in it. You can just, you know, I, I can print it. And uh, and then it, and then it 
be an amazing part. So the, the future uh, of our hobby, man, is just, the future is so bright, bro. It's just, it's amazing. Like I said, I, I mean, I have 50, 60 files on my computer, um, all projects. And, and everything, everything has, you know, comes with an idea. Just like the 200 and some odd kids or more that I have in my garage. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm, I don't consider myself a collector, you know, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I'm a builder. Uh, I like to build models. I, um, um, I did like to finish. I can build finished models. <laughs> But uh, just, you know, like a kid in a candy store, you know, it's like uh, there's so much to choose from. You know, I'll, I'll start here and I'll get this bill to uh, to a mock-up point and, and, um, and then, you know, something else will uh, come along and steal my attention, like the Durango. Um, and I, I printed the 3D, I 3D printed a SRT8 Durango. And then... While I was sitting on my desk, I'm looking at it, right? And I'm thinking, man, that'd be cool with like wide body. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I put two and two together. I found some uh, a fender flare kit, uh, a file that I liked that I thought would would work. And and I printed it up. And um, it had different different fenders uh different flares for the front and the rear but after after trying them on the body i wasn't satisfied with the rears the, i thought that the front style looked better all the way around and so i ended up printing another set and then i, I resized them a little bit better and before you know it my um my durango now has you know wide body flares on it and um it's sitting out in the open, begging for me to finish working on it. But um, right now, I'm putting in a lot of time on my wagon. Um, it doesn't seem like a lot of time uh, because between you know Ubering my son to, to day camp every day and back, uh, or to school every day and back, and um, all all the little things in between. The, the, the building doesn't get like a whole lot of time on it at once, but um, it sat after I got side, when I got sidetracked with the 3D printer, and and then I started feeling feeling bad. Like I started this I started this build last year, and uh, it was the first kit that I bought last year when I started back really building again. And I was like, wow, you know, I need it. I got to finish this. And uh, I picked out paint color and primary and everything. And I started building the engine. I did the interior. I made it so far. And then sidetracked again. I was I was ill. Um, and then that, that, that took a lot out of me um, physically and mentally. And so... Um, I was like, man, I got okay. Now I gotta finish my wagon because Casey, you know, Casey, he he was the king of not finishing projects. 
And so um, he and I, we were talking, you know, talking, DMing each other about it. And we was like, oh, we're going to start this club. You know, we're, we're, we, three, we 3D print, but we don't finish our models. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so then he finishes his A AEA six, I believe, and um, so I I, I DM him like, oh, dude, I gotta finish my wagon now. <laughs> no, yeah, I I talk to Casey, you know, on the daily too. Like we DM each other, and you know, we we talk about projects, and you know, there's times where I'll be like, you know, I'm gonna. This weekend, I'm going to have time. Hopefully, I do this. But then, you know, you get sidetracked. Things happen. So, there's no yeah. no way of, like, doing anything. So, it's always, it's always, I always feel, like, cool. Like, all right, when I talk to Casey, it's like, all right, hey, everything's good. You know, like, don't, don't stress out about it that you didn't work on anything. Like, it's all good, you know? We'll get to it later. <laughs> so, then it's cool because, like. You know, I, I've kind of expressed to him, you know what? I don't know what it is. I think it's just, I like this process, I guess, this enjoyment of just seeing it primered, getting it to that point, looking, staring at the model, seeing what bothers me, and then fixing that or switching it up, you know? And then right. and then being like, all right, cool. I like the way it looks. Another thing, too, is, um, you know, I have, like, a lot of the models just kind of displayed in their cases or just chilling there on my mm -hmm. desk and I remember there was times where I would always leave I had a different desk and there was like this like centerpiece top area where I could place a model and just kind of stare at it every even if I worked on mm -hmm. a different model I would look up and, and that one's there and right. I used to tell Armando Flores about that and he would tell me like oh you know what you know when that happens the model's talking to you and I'm like, what do, you, what do you what do you mean? You know, he started to tell me his theory about it. He's like, no, it's talking to you because like the last time you worked on it, you you got it to a point, you know, where you what you envisioned, you know, where you where you were satisfied and you left it alone. And now that you know you're working on something else, um, you're you still come back to this one and you're staring at it, and now it's talking to you like maybe you should use different wheels, maybe you should lower me, you know. Maybe you should do this mm -hmm. or that. And then next thing you know, those ideas are there. And then you're like, all right. You know what I call it? Letting it marinate. Ooh. Nice. You let the you, you let the bill marinate. And you know, the flavor sinks in. Yeah. The style, you know, it, it, it develops it, you know, develops a style or a flavor of its own. Mm -hmm. and, and it's there. You know, uh, like mine, my my build uh, um, of my Magnum, um, I have one that I started. And I mean, it's almost interesting to say, but I started it in 08, okay? And uh, I kit-bashed some stuff because um, I started with a kit that wasn't an SRT-8. It was an RT, and then I had to mold in the SRT-8. Front, uh, front bumper that's different, and the rear bumper, the molding stuff's different, the interior's different. So, but that was, you know, what I was capable of doing in 08, right? So I took it um, to a certain point to where it's all mocked up, it's got the wheels under it. Um, just like on my, my full size build, I have to um, 
uh, scissor doors, whatever they want, the Lambo doors, as people would call them. Uh, and so on the kit as well, on my build. But now, since 08 till now, you know, my abilities have improved. The technology that I'm working with has improved. Uh, so I will be able to finish it at, you know, it's been marinating all these years, right? Waiting for everything to culminate into um, the, the finished product. And like I said, you know, I'm not, um, my, my, my full size bill, even though uh, it needs a, you know, I need to you know, freshen up the paint. Um, I have so much invested in it, uh, all the, all the polishing and engraving and chrome um, in the engine bay and so forth. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not changing all that stuff um, because that that build is um, it's a compilation of all the genres that I'm into. You know, um, I call it, you know, my my um, my modern lead sled. You know, in fact, that's my nickname for the car is the sled. Um, you know, it has flames like you know, like, like a lead sled would would have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I incorporated what I like about lowriders with the engraving. I have all you know, my, my intake manifolds engraved and chromed and. Um, I did all that. The interior, uh, it, you know, I don't like. I like. I love wagons. I mean, I don't like them. I love wagons. I've owned uh, more than a couple, and um, but I don't like high back seats. So um, I, in a wagon, I, I like to be able to you know, look through the windows and it's clean, right? Yeah. So you, it's like lined up. Right. And so my uh, my Magnum, I, I, when I did the interior, I had them take the headrest off the front seats. Um, they're low backs. You know, it's not the greatest for long distance driving. <laughs> but um, it, you know, it, it's the style that I love. And then the rear seats, in fact, uh, in, you know, my rear seats have built in headrests. And and I had the upholstery shop remove the headrest off the back seats, so the whole interior is, is all clean. When the windows are down, um, you know, there's nothing that protrudes up above the window line, and that's just you know that's that hot rod style that I like. Um, you know, and then I have a mix of genres with, with respect to the wheels. You know, um, it's not dog style, but I have 24s in the rear. I have 22s in the front. Um, that mix in size, uh, you don't see a lot, but that's the hot rodder coming out in me. You know, I like the smaller one, the big wheel in the back. Uh, I wanted the rear to be as deep as I could get it. And then, you know, so it's a staggered fitment. You know, all of that stuff and everything I've done to uh, my full-size car, I will be able to translate into the model. And with um, me 3D printing now, there'll be, you know, I'll be able to 
essentially do whatever I want to the model to make it, you know, exactly like my full size car. And uh, there are things that I wouldn't have been able to do had I worked on it to completion in a way. So that that, that kind of helps, you know, that um, it helps keep me from feeling bad. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's crazy because, like, you know, you're talking like 2008. It's almost like you think about then. I mean, I was I I took a break from building around that time. I wasn't building around that time, uh, but it's like you feel almost like you were a bit limited compared to now. If you're comparing it to like 2022, right? Mm-hmm. There's so much information, right. so much technology, and like yep. it's like uh, it's like what, what's that saying? Like the 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 cat is out of the bag. Or whatever, like everything is kind of known, sort of like you mm-hmm. know the secrets yeah. or whatever. It's it's there, and you know there, there's just so much stuff out there now. Right. But it's a trip. How like you want to build something, you envision it, but maybe it it does need to kind of be put away for some years for the right yeah. time for that moment of when exactly. everything is there. And it's like, all right, this is the time to bust this out now. I mean, like, for example, the two-door expedition that I was talking about, um, I posted a picture of it on my uh, on my page. And that is a kit that will need uh, a full, pretty much a full scratch-built interior. The, the first half of the interior tub can be used from the truck, right? But the back half, you know, will have to be uh, created in styrene or printed in 3D. I mean, you see these guys uh, printing these amazing chassis um, that are so much like, you know, uh, one-to-one scale um, truck chassis. And back in the day, you know, when I when I first built that uh, expedition, I would have had to, you know, scratch build the, the chassis from uh, styrene or what have you. And, and we're, we're talking, you know, 2000. So my, my um, skill has increased since then. And so back then, you know, I, there's no way I can, that I would have been able to do what I can do for it now um, back then. And so yeah, I almost want to say, you know, I'm, I'm glad, you know, it, it, um, it didn't get built then. Um, because now when, I, when it gets done, it'll be done. It'll probably be done more to where I would have envisioned it when I started it, uh, at whether I would be able to execute that back then or not. Um, I don't know, but I can, I can execute now a whole lot, um, whole lot more and, and closer to the way I imagine things is like, I'm, like I said, I'm, if it rolls, floats, or whatever, I mean, I I'm, I collect Hot Wheels. Um, so, you know, I have hundreds and hundreds of Hot Wheels models, full size cars, photos of cars. I go to the car shows. Now, my phone, I have 100,000 pictures Man. of cars. Yeah. Cars and trucks. On my phone, 
over a hundred thousand pictures, bro. <laughs> Do you ever go back, like, just kind of hang out and like just scroll through your phone? And look at those photos uh, sometimes. Yeah, I do. Yeah, because um, the one, you know, the stuff I say to my phone, you know, the the they, the styles they grow, you know, they they um, mature. I won't say that they really change because they evolve. But um, like lowriders, you take that for example. I love lowriders, right? Um, but the biscuit tuck interior from back in the day, um, has now given way to sleeker, uh, sculpted street rod style interiors. You know what I mean? Um, so be, being able to follow that transition through photos is awesome. You know, I, I have magazine collection here. Uh, I was listening to Roy the other day on your podcast saying how, you know, he started Plastic Fanatic as a um, a newsletter and I actually have copies of that Plastic Fanatic newsletter here and watched it evolve into Plastic Fanatic magazine, which was, um, it was, it was kind of crude at first. It was just, you know, like photocopy pages um, black and white photos, you know, just, but then as time went on, it, it turned more into, you know, more of a real uh, style magazine. And um, same thing with Scale Auto, you know, I have Scale Auto issues from the 80s uh, all the way through. And, um, and I go back, I, honestly, I don't, I don't get back to my you know, Scale Auto magazines like I used to. Um, I used to sit and go through them, but right now my magazine collections are are out of hand. <laughs> There's a lot of info on those magazines. Yeah, I bet. right. And then I have uh, Street Trucks magazine. I have every issue from issue number one. And and Street Trucks magazine it's been around twenty years already now. Damn. That twenty years flew flew by, right? About <laughs> twenty years worth of that magazine here. It's a long time, yeah. And um, and so I don't I don't get to the pages like I used to because now it's all online, you know, um, it's all digital. So all the photos and the features, I mean, my my magazine collections got to be to the point where I had to stop. Um, Stop collecting the whole magazine. Have you have I you run just, out of room for the mags? Oh, yeah, bro. Um, I, I've run. Uh, I've been in my same house here for a long time, and uh, I'm bursting at the seams. Actually, looking at, to to move to a bigger house. I'm, I'm praying for that that it comes through. Um. And then I can graduate to a, a larger uh, workroom. Because my, my workroom right now went from being my library when I was in law school uh, and my office when I was uh, working full time. I would come home and do work in my office. And um, now it's part library. You know, it's my, my building space. Um, 
that it holds holds my lost um, my, my law books collection on bookshelves, and it holds my magazine collections, and then and then I do T-shirts, um, custom T-shirts. It's at uh, Blessed Apparel for you on that's the number four on Instagram, and uh, so I do faith-based T-shirts. And uh, I do I do my T-shirts in here. I have my heat press, my vinyl plotter, all that's in here. And, and so yeah, this this room is uh, I am out of room, bro. That's cool. It's a lot of you know <laughs> a lot of things being produced, pretty much. Yes, that's yes. Right. And I can't wait to. I, I, right before I was in the hospital last, I bought a. A new air compressor and a new airbrush, um, and I can't wait to set it up with with the paint booth and all that. But um, you know, trying to get a house ready to, to show for sale, um, I really that's I really don't need to set up anything else in here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's time to start breaking some stuff down and boxing some stuff up. Uh-huh. Um, so. I'm not using the, the, the new airbrush yet, but the paint I put the gold on, on my wagon is, uh, um, you know, it's spray can. <laughs> mm-hmm. It looks dope, though. I mean, not, nothing wrong yeah, with that. It, nothing wrong with that. I'm happy with it. it you know, it, a lot of a lot of my kits, you know, builds over the years were um, spray cans, and people were always amazed, like, "Oh, dude, like you, you did that with spray can? Yeah, you know, only." Like my Ram Bourbon, the, the flames that we have that that's done, and uh, I airbrush that. And there's a few others that have, uh, you know, graphics like that that were airbrushed. But um, most of most of these guys are with the spray can. I'm, I'm fluent, or I was fluent with an airbrush. It's been so many years now. I'm, I'm going to be learning it all over again. It's been so long. But I'm looking at guys, you know, Armando, he, he paints, uh, his paints amazing. Juan for you, his paints amazing. Um, there's so many of these guys out there just, I just look at their paint and I'm just like, whoa. You know, if I had not taken a break, uh, I'm sure I'd be, I'd be painting um, to that degree, degree now. But um, I've taken so many breaks. Um, I actually did an internship right out of high school and I was working in a paint shop, um, a lowrider paint shop in Compton. And I learned how to tape up graphics and paint flakes and all that good stuff. Um, and uh, I, have a, I have a couple cars on my page that were painted back in the 80s um, with real House of color, car paint, all that stuff. Like all that was done uh, using materials that I, um, that I was able to get from the paint shop. So if I had kept up with it, you know, I'd, I'd be up there um, painting patterns and all that good stuff too, which is you know where I aim to go once I get an opportunity to to get my my new brush and, and compressor fired up. But it's here. It's waiting. It's marinating. <laughs> there you go. 
yeah no yeah i mean that that time will come you know like you'll, you'll know oh, yeah when it's like all right today's the day we get to bust out with that yes. thing and yes. and it feels good because it's tough to force it when you know as much as you want to bust out with it but sometimes you can't because there's other things going on or other variables in it that you're right. like all right until those things are, are out then we could proceed right and do you, you know I mean that, um, do you build right? mostly when you have the time to build is it at night or or you more a morning person when you have the time um I have uh, typically been a night builder, um, but, you know, as um, family needs change, then I get in where I fit in, bro, you know? I try to get, you know, I try to get my building in wherever I can, whatever time, whenever. Um, so... Because now, you know, I have to get up early and, and, and get my kid to school. Yeah. And, you know, he, he, he taking him to school is a, a um, 13 mile trip one way. And so, you know, I got to get up early enough uh, to make sure he's out of the house to get him to school in time and then, and then come back. And then um, by the time I squeeze in uh, a cup of coffee, I don't want to sit here and savor my coffee while I'm on IG. You know, yeah. that's an hour gone by, right? <laughs> and then, yep, yep. you know, I might squeeze in a little building. And then before I know it, dude, before I know it, it's time for me to leave to go pick them up and stay. It, it goes by. And that middle section goes by so fast. <laughs> and, um, but I'm thankful, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm well enough to be able to, um, to do that. Uh, to go and get him and, and take him to school. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, that's spend cool. all the time with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, and you know what too, like, you know, spending time on Instagram, you know, to look at other modelers' pages and and things like that. I feel like that's also part of the hobby, uh, even though you know you, you're not building a model for yourself, but you're also like, you know, building relationships with other model builders, uh, showing mm -hmm. showing some love. Uh, gaining Dude, some, I do it all the time. you know, gaining some inspiration on top of that. Yes. And it's yep. no, it's you know, we're on our phone, but it's no different from looking at a magazine. You know. No. Like. No. It's just, it's just we're we're getting hit with new content by the second. You know. Yes. And, and like, if you stay away from it for a day, it's like you got a lot of catching up to do the next day. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, I um, I love, I love uh going on Instagram. I'm the I'm I'm old school, bro. Uh, my parents are like, you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything. You know, I see people uh you know posting food comments. Um not necessarily in our in our community, um uh, uh the community, but in the car community, you know, somebody will post something and then somebody will come along and trash it, right? Um that's something you know I never do. Uh, if I don't have a if I don't have a positive comment, and I, I always I always try to leave a comment as opposed to just leaving a like. Um, I read all the posts, you know, because a lot of times, like I'll post a question, right, in in a, in a picture, uh, uh, picture post, and then nobody answers the question. You, know, you got a hundred likes, but 
Nobody answers the question. Everyone's waiting. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, so I'm all like, wait a minute, dude. Did they actually read the post or they just saw the picture and clicked like and kept going? You know, and, and that happens a lot. And I, I, I try not to do that. I read, you know, the post because if somebody asks, and, and you know, and I'm, if I don't have an opinion on, on the matter, then of course, you know, I won't I won't um, answer the question. But um, I, I try and answer the question. I always try to be encouraging because um, there, you know, there's so much that uh, the guys and gals are doing uh, today that blows me away. You know, like uh, you got guys like Hard Plastic, it's Hard Plastic on IG, building the pro mods and, and you know, it's race car models. And I'm just like, freaked out by the detail he puts in these things and i'm like wow dude when i grow up that's what you know i want to build like you and i'm like i'm already probably older than that guy (laughs) 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 but you know i i'll I'll tell him like that you know i'll say hey bro when i grow up i want to be like you you know like stoke you know like when i grow up dude i want to be like you um and and it's encouraging i mean yeah. You know, so much of what people are doing that I like, and um, gosh, dude, I I can stay on Instagram all day. It's crazy. You know, I'm, I'm messing around. I'm like, oh, a couple hours have gone by already. Uh, you haven't done anything. You know, you, you gotta do this. You gotta do that. You could be building. You know, and, and <laughs> I have my phone here on the desk on the stand, and. Um, you know, some something will pop up. Um, I'll, I'll get a uh, notification on Instagram, whatever, and and I'll pick up the phone and look. And, and before you know it, you know, I'm scrolling through and I'm sending messages and replying, and uh, and you know, hours go by. And I'm like, oh, dude, it's still on IG. <laughs> what do we do now? You know, before before the proliferation of cell phones, I could do. You know, I tell my son, my wife just bought him a new iPhone. Um, it's not 13, it's 11. She bought it. And I was like, yeah, he's, he's 12. He doesn't need an iPhone 11. And she's all like, you know, whatever. And that's what she bought it, right? But, and I tell my son, I'm like, dude, I, I was in college already before I got my first cell phone. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, look, you're you're lucky, you know, you even have a phone. Um, but yeah, getting on the internet, I love what these guys are doing. I love being able to um, give them encouragement and, and let them know that, you know, there's somebody out there that digs what they're doing. Um, I get I get probably more satisfaction on on a build at a show from you know, audience response there from, you know, winning the category. Just because I appreciate that other people can appreciate what I've done. And uh, and that's what it's all about. When, you know, when I'm building, um, I'm creating something, right? You know, and um, we all we all would like to be appreciated for those things that we, we create. You know, this is an idea. I started with an idea. A color, a wheel, you know, wheel setup, 
uh, a stance, whatever. And, you know, when you're done in the end, all of that, you know, came from you, came from your environment, came from the, uh, um, the things that you've taken in during the build. And, um, and it's something that you created and, and that is uniquely you. And that, uh, that's really what I, really what I like about building models. Um, you know, the, the creativity. And, uh, and then, you know, when you put it out there on display, um, people see what's on your mind. People see what you like, what you, you know, how you think, you know, um, how you organize your, uh, when I say organize, you know, with, with, with my, my full-size field, my axle and magnet, you know, it, it, like I said, it's a culmination of all these different genres that I appreciate in, in, you know, in the automotive sphere. And the same thing uh, holds true with my models. Um, and when somebody else out there, you know, when you're able to create something and show it, and, and people dig it, then they, yeah. they, they appreciate you and, and what you've created. And uh, the internet is it, it's great for that. Um, you can use it, you know, if you use it that way. Like I said, there's there are people out there who post things that I would never say to anyone else about something they did because. If you can't be nice, just keep, you know, keep going. Keep scrolling. <laughs> true. That's so true right there. Man, um, Eric, it, it was it's, um, awesome hearing your stories and just talking to you about all this stuff. Is there any, um, like, shout-outs or any words you want to say uh, before we wrap up this episode to all the listeners out there, model builders? Uh-oh. Got a shout-out. Um all our old school cats from uh, from the Dragon Shop days. You guys know who you are. Um, we used to hang and build together, DA and, and, and his brother Joe and KB, all of the guys, Willie, Willie Jr., Willie Sr., um, all the new guys that I chat with. Uh, um, you know, I'm, I'm Kiwi, uh, Casey, you know, I chat with all those guys. Not not necessarily um in their posts, but if I have a question or a comment, you know, if, if it's a comment that I think it's gonna come off or, or maybe taken the wrong way, I send it in a DM, you know. because uh, I don't I don't, really, I don't ever want anyone to, to think um you know critic being critical of their work, you know, I just might have a question why you did something, the way you did it, just because I'm curious, you know, and, um, you know, I, I, I love the internet for, for being able, in this space and the time that we're in right now, um, you know, we're not able to, uh, you know, I've had some help challenges and some of my other fellow builders have had some, we're not able to get together uh, like we used to. Uh, or like we would like to, to get together more and, and uh, chop it up, build, whatever, um, or see each other. The shows, gosh, not nearly, in, in, you know, as many shows as they used to be. 
So um, being on the internet space is, is helping fill in those blanks, you know? And um, yeah, I just want to continue to encourage everybody, all, all the young guys who have questions, you know, if you see, see something I'm doing and you're curious, you know, shoot me the question. Uh, DM me. I'm, uh, I'm always uh, always around, and, and um, I don't have a problem answering. But if I know, you know, if I know how to do something, I don't have a problem sharing it. And then, you know, and, and guys like Armando was saying is when when we talk with you that, you know, if you know how to do something, he shares it. Um, and I, I I only wish it was that way uh, a long time ago when I was building. Um, but it doesn't matter because it's that way now. And and now is what matters. So um, there are guys who are far more advanced than I am um, that I've been doing it a lot less time than I have. But this is what I love to do, man. And it, it, you know, my family, it, 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 my, my sister's like, you got all those kits in your garage. You know, you should sell that stuff. Huh? Not even. You know, I didn't buy them to say I have them. I, you know, I bought them to build them. And and one of these days, um, you know, uh, I'll be able. The older I get, I guess the more maybe more spare time I'll get <laughs> um, to to continue building. Uh, I, I plan on being around the hobby. Um, until the end, um, I don't plan on going anywhere because this is what I love to do. This is my happy place, as some people call it. Um, and my only real wish is uh, to bring my son along with me, you know, so he can learn to enjoy this uh, this process and this feeling of accomplishment that you get when you. You know, start with a box full of parts, and then you, when you're done, you got to paint it, build piece uh, that expresses what you like, how you felt about building it. You did what you wanted to do. This is something you created. Um, I want to be able to share that with you. Damn, man, that was beautiful right there, man. I like what you said that about your son. Um, you know, I have a, my daughter is going to be two. And I could, I only, I mean, who knows what she'll be into, but I hope that in the future she gives me an opportunity like that to, you know, to be right. alongside with me and be like, all right, let's work on a model, you know, whether, whatever genre she wants to do, you know, I'll be, I'll right. be, I'll be right. happy with that too. Right. Like Willie and his dad. Willie senior. Yeah. Willie there you go. Dude. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. So, um, and you know, he, he still has time. He's on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. He'll come around. Nah, yeah. Well, hey, Eric. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for being That's on, the, been awesome. on the podcast. And um, you guys out there that are listening, make sure to check out Eric on Instagram. Um, his Instagram handle is blessed.motorsports. So make sure you uh, check him out on there. And, you know, almost likely be sharing his wheels and other uh, projects from the past as well that he's done, that he's posted on previous posts on his Instagram, just so you guys could see 
uh, some of the things that we were talking about earlier. So, uh, hey, man, thank you. It's been awesome, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm honored to be here. And uh, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. And uh, let's keep in touch. So you have a good night. For sure. You too. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. Bye now. Bye.